This podcast is brought to you by Continuum and Bristol Tap, proud sponsors of Wessex Wanderers FC. Hello, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Trotchy, your host, and this week I am really pleased to be joined by all three team captains. So we've got Sean Sabanda, Sibs from the Colts. Hello, Sibs. Hello, hello. Hello, mate. Good evening. We're also joined by Lewis Berry, who's been on the podcast a couple of times before, captain of the reserves. All right, Lou? Yeah, you're right, Nick. And uh, we've also delighted to be welcoming first team captain Luke Crummins. How's it going, Luke? Too bad. Evening, Trotchy. Good evening. Um, yeah, so we'll, 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 we'll dive straight in, so to speak. Um, We'll talk about the general feelings in the squad at the moment. Um, let's start, start with you, Sibs. What's the feeling in the Colts? Um, to be honest, it's quite difficult to express, but it's at the moment, I would say it's more positive. It's more of a happy feeling, um, you know, uh, besides the last result. But uh, if you look at the last two games, uh, we came, you know, we had uh, two back-to-back wins with uh, quite high scores. So for me, I would say the feelings, like I said, excuse the last game, the feelings and the spirits are quite high in the Colts. Yeah, good. Yes, but I think it's been a, as good a start as we could have expected from a brand new Colts team, personally. That's that's my personal feelings. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah definitely. Because you always got that element, obviously, being a fresh team, you know, people trying to get used to playing with each other. And you know, trying to settle as a team, but um, like you, you know, like you just said, then it's definitely a great start. I would have said definitely, hundred percent. Yeah. How about you, Lewis? What's your perception as a as a player in the reserve squad? I think compared to last season, there's a lot more pressure in the rest of this season. Um, there's more. I think there's more expectation as well. So I think you can definitely sense that amongst everyone in the reses, just how important every single game is. Yeah. Pressure is good. Do do you think think the the bulk of the squad, I mean, it's hard to say the bulk of the squad, we've used 52 players currently, um, but out of the core regulars of the squad, do you reckon they're the type that thrive under pressure or find it difficult? No, I think... I think we definitely thrive under pressure. Obviously, there's been a couple of results that's not gone our way at all. But I think it's how we bounce back from that. And that was shown this weekend. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think I, I, for, from a reserves perspective, I, I'm quite lucky to have a... Like, I, I, you know, how I feel about you as a captain. You're, you're an extension of me. <clears throat> but we've also got a, a good leadership team, like the likes of you... Big Steph, Callum Rogers, the core. You can probably chuck Dell Sheps in there as well. You've been like my ever presence, but it's a it's a strong sort of leadership leadership group. Yeah, I agree. Like you said, the foundation of the team, the core of the team, is very strong and big personalities. But we all get on really well, which is a massive thing. When you've got big personalities in teams, sometimes they clash, but we're all we're all mates and we all get on really well. We enjoy our football, but we're also really competitive as well. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the perfect balance, really, isn't it? What, um, what about you, Luke, in the first team? 
how, how do you think it's the, the sort of general feel is? Uh, I think it's it's good now. I think the spirits have started to lift. Um, last few games have helped. Um, obviously, went on a slightly bad run without some wins, even though we weren't playing particularly well. Um, we were playing particularly well, but um, not getting the goals and not getting the results. Uh, but then actually, we've started to pick up a few results now, and uh, you can see the spirits are starting to lift. And uh, I think um, obviously the last first game with the coming back from five two down to draw five all obviously yeah. last last minute equaliser always lift spirits and stuff so you can definitely see it starting to starting to get better yeah yeah I agree with you it it, 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 it seemed like we were just waiting for the first team to turn that corner didn't it and then put, yeah, in, a, put in a real battling performance in that in the I forget who it was was it um went Redbridge what's, what's the game we lost 3-1 a few weeks oh, back Bromley Heath was it? I think. Yeah, Bromley. Yeah, Heath. everyone, everyone seemed to put their put their shift. In. Just come up against a really good team. Everyone put their shift in, but then you had the win after, and then the like, like you just said, the coming back from five two down to five all. Yeah, definitely, especially against the top three teams in the league, three games in a row. We knew it was going to be a tough run, and obviously yeah. coming into it off the back of a few losses, um, you could easily have just shied away and gone on a bad, even worse run, but. We didn't. I think everyone's fronted up a little bit, and it's obviously lifted the spirit. So, hopefully, more to come. Yeah, good. It was um, it was Broad playing, wasn't it? Not Bromley Heath. Oh yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Broad playing. It def- I I definitely feel like it was that game that turned the corner for the first team. Just everyone's attitude. Everyone give one hundred percent on that game, and you could see it in everyone's faces. And I think that's obviously then had a knock on effect and continued for the first. Yeah, 100%. What about... Um, I'll, I'll start with you, Luke, on the next question, um, as we're still with you. Particularly after the first, you know, the sort of rocky start for the first... Well, it got off to a really good start, didn't it, with the big the big win yeah. against Tetons. Then it sort of dipped, and now, now it's sort of turning the corner. What sort of challenges have you faced, like, pers- like personally for you as the first team captain? Um, I think getting them spirits up is definitely one of the key ones. Um, there were a few games, uh, Mangles springs to mind, where um, even if we had a kind of quick start, but then kind of, I think we were 2-0 down and obviously trying to get everyone's heads up and stuff in a game where we knew we were playing very well, we knew we should be winning, um, but we weren't and we weren't playing very well. Obviously, that's always a challenge and stuff. You can see a few heads start to go down and uh, trying to get that turned around um, was obviously <laughs> definitely a challenge this season. Uh, but it, it's definitely happened now. I think, um, I think we're on the up. And uh, as I said, everyone's spirits have been raised with the last couple of results. So um, yeah, hopefully not too much of a challenge now. I think I think everyone will agree as well that one of the challenges is just the uh, the referees and stuff in, in the league. They change every week. Um, the, exactly. Not only the way they make decisions, but also yeah. the way they kind of they want to work with captains. Some of them are really happy to kind of obviously chat with me, talk me through decisions and kind of explain things. And then you get some which uh, just don't, don't want to speak to me unless they're just uh, shouting at me for something. So. <laughs> some, some, which, some which say that you've lost all credibility. Yeah, captain. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> when someone is is, it, yeah. Just quickly, is, is anyone typing or something? Got a lot of interference coming through. No, not me. Oh, it's gone now. No. Um, yeah, what what about um what about you, Lou? Any any challenges faced in the reserves? Um I think you touched on it just now about the characters we have in the reses. Um 
we have a, quite a few big characters, so it kind of helps the whole general feel of the team. I mean, I've been having some personal issues myself off the pitch. Um, so sometimes it's hard to motivate myself, let alone everyone else. But when you've got other big characters in the team, they can help lift the team as well as me. And I think another challenge, another challenge is, is when we do drop points or lose games and not play well, I feel I take that responsibility on myself. And I feel it's partly my fault why we drop points and why we don't play well. So there's a lot of responsibility with being captain, I think. Definitely. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. But then, you, you, I mean... <clears throat> I mean, Sean, you're the you're captain of a, a brand new side. You must almost be feeling the most pressure. Yeah, like it's the, like 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 we touched earlier on. Is the most difficult thing is obviously uh, trying to gel and trying trying to have a structure. You know, um, obviously being a brand new team, and like Luke said, sometimes we've got the battle of trying to understand each other on the pitch and at the same time having a ref who's not making life easier just makes it such you know as a captain such a difficult place to be um you know like you know I'm the same as Lewis you know when when we lose or when we get decisions not go our way I, I end up blaming myself and thinking okay what could have what could have you know what could I have done better or what should have do and um sometimes it's quite difficult to express that in a positive way if that makes sense so sometimes yeah, and it, people may mistaken it as you being negative or you being you know a bit too harsh on your own players but for me it's yeah like you said that just the fact of being a new team is so 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 difficult you know it's, 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 it's quite hard for me to describe how difficult it is but it is definitely a difficult thing to to be a part of yeah, and you've you've had it a bit the same same as the reserves. You've had a, a core bunch of regulars, but then lots of changes as well, aren't you? Yeah, definitely, which makes a hell of a difference because you know it's like yeah, like uh can't lose. Yeah, it does make uh, a difference because you know, one minute you're playing with someone, you know, three or four games on a trot, and then next minute it'll be a different player. And sometimes it's quite difficult for the manager to try and have a solid foundation and you have to try and hide, not hide it as such, but you have to try and make it work on the pitch and not show the opposition that you guys are still learning. You're still learning each other. So yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, which is quite difficult when you've got that armband on your arm. I think you're well, I've said to, to Hoops before when he, when he said about making you captain, I thought it was a great idea because you're, for for a long time now, you've just been one of those friendly, welcoming faces at the club. Yeah. So um, I, I think when when a when with a lot of new players coming in and younger players especially, to have a captain yeah. that sort of welcomes everyone, that's a that's a, a massive thing for me. Yeah, I I, I agree. Like I said, um, I'm just quite you know I'm just still shocked half of the time when I turn up and you know who still gives me the armband because. I never thought of, you know, in my wildest dreams, I'd be a captain or any of the teams, really. So to be actually be called up and be a regular captain or a consistent captain, apart from injury, is a, is a blessing. And I just try and make it as friendly and as fun and also, you know, to share our passion with, with everyone. Because at the end of the day, we're there to win. We're there to share our passion and we're there to move on forward. 
So, you know, I'll just yeah. try and make that transaction as smooth as possible. Yeah. I think one of the big, what brought the whole club together, I mean, we're a close-knit club as it is. There's, there's no divides at the club, but a few weeks back when all three teams won, yeah, the, the vibe around the club was brilliant. Have any, have any of the new players particularly impressed you, Sean, in the Colts? Uh, yes, um, definitely. Um, I've, like I said, it was quite difficult. Was some, you know, the first couple of games, it was like everyone was new to each other, and we're trying to learn, each, you know, trying to um, learn the game and learn how, you know, indiv- how every individual plays is quite a difficult thing. But um, some of the lads have shined right through, you know. Um, so you know, uh, players like Josh, for an example, young lad wants to play in the centre, so he plays. Obviously, 90% of the time I'm playing uh, CDM, and Josh plays Cam just in front of me. And the first few games, he's a bit shy. Obviously, he's a smaller build, he's a younger lad, and he's a bit shy, a bit, you know, gets a bit intimidated. But you know, the last few weeks, he's just been rock solid. He's just been going straight in, you know, for his age. Straight in the nitty gritty, getting the job done. And the one thing I love about Josh, same as Luca, even though they're younger than me, they're they are they're willing to listen and learn. Where sometimes, as yeah. you experience over the years, when you're the older one and you try and teach this young blood, you know who's who's on it, you know, just to calm down or not to do that. Sometimes they take it the complete wrong way. But Josh and uh, Luca, especially Josh, he just took it so well and took um has took my advice. Uh, Pullin's advice, um, Hoop's advice, and you can see him um, progressing and growing into the player he's becoming. Yeah. So yeah, and the uh, same goes for Liam, the keeper. He's you know when you look at Liam now to the first couple of games, like two different blokes. You know he's he's completely come out of his shell. He's comfortable. He's loud. He's proud, and he's so passionate. And it's just amazing to see that from a young lad. You know. So. Yeah. I think a lot of a lot of credit has to go to you as well as a, a captain, not just just Hoops and Scotty, but <clears throat> it's how how a captain. You say about like they listen and take advice on. Yeah. Sometimes you see if if you're just barking orders and moaning and saying do this do that, it goes yeah. in one in, one ear out the other. But when you say it constructively, yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a big thing. Yeah, uh, I completely agree. Yeah. What about you, Luke? Any new players impressed you? I'm trying to think. Have we had many new faces in the first team? Uh, I suppose one that's come in the last couple of weeks was um, obviously pinched him from from the rest. His boys was Alex. He's he's come in and and he's he's been class really the last couple of games and uh, he's taken to it like a duck to water really. And uh, especially with someone who I didn't realise how young he was, 19, um, yeah. coming in and he plays like someone a lot older than that. He's he's obviously reads the game really well but he also talks as well which is something we have lacked probably a little bit over a couple of years is is some loud voices and a bit more communication and, and he, he definitely brings that as well so yeah he's impressed um and then i'd probably say kim as well up top um that first game against uh phones i think we scored a couple and it was just kind of yeah um always good almondsbury i think sorry um he scored a few um yeah. yeah he's he's again come straight into the team works really hard which is good to see um yeah, to them two in particular. Yeah, he, he he strikes the ball so lovely, Kim. And um and going back to Alex, what what I love about Alex is it's easy for uh you know a, an attacking midfielder to be a bit of a luxury player. You know, it's all yeah. about it's, it's flicks, skills, and chipping in with goals. But 
what I like about Alex is he all, he also gets stuck in. Does yeah, he gets stuck in. Run, runs runs all days, and he's, yeah, uh, I think that game we were talking about um, against Broad playing that nil that three one loss, but um, obviously it's a brand new kind of three cent midfielders, me, Lewis, and Alex playing together, and it just it was hard work, but he didn't shy away from it. He just run all day pretty much, and even yeah. towards the last ten minutes, he was still kind of making bursting runs down, down the wing and stuff. So I'm not sure how he did. I think me and Lewis were cramping up at the time, so I'm not sure how he was doing it. But uh... <laughs> he's, he's scratching yeah. as well, though, and he? He, he he puts those little niggly tackles in. He's yeah, I think he's been a he's been a breath of fresh air for the whole club. Really, it's, it's his stats in the reserves. I was I was updating my stats this morning. And he's he's played for, scored for, and assisted for in the reserves. <laughs> yeah, not bad is it? Yeah, I, I imagine he's, he's he's I know he scored. I think he scored once for the first team, anyway. I think he's chipped. I, scored, I think he scored two last week at the five-two. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Two in one, two in one game, pretty much. So two games. Yeah. yeah, and of course, Dibble Dibble's come on board full time man the last couple of weeks. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that's that, I think that's risen for the spirits as well. Getting straight stuck in with the fines and stuff. Something the club's been missing and trying to get the team spirit up and stuff. That's definitely helped. Makes yeah. a difference, doesn't it? Big difference when you have that off the pitch as well. So, you know, all, all the boys will be going on the pitch, you, like high spirits. And like, it's something that Trush has all said, like, if you go in the high spirits straight away on the pitch, mentally you've already beaten them and then it's just down to the physical side. And it's something, it's great to hear that and it's great to see that as well. If you've got someone who's, you know, who can lift your team up off the pitch, it makes a hell yeah. of a difference to that first whistle. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 Dibble's mentality is similar to mine. It's, it's all... It's a feel-good, motivated, excited excitement. But then that when that first whistle blows, it's pure focus. It's all about the win. Um, what about you, Lou? In the any 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 of the new faces impressed you particularly in the reserves? I mean, you've already touched on one, which is obviously Alex. For Tio. Um, yeah, yeah, he's been outstanding in every game that he's played for yeah. the Reses and. The other game that was a tough game against Broad Plain as well was just non-stop running and battling, like Luke said. He's a he's a top lad, and um, definitely got the best left foot in the club, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, well, his, his free kick was tasty yesterday. Yeah, yeah, he's he's just a class player. Like I said, he, he lifts he also lifts the spirits in the club as well, and just strengthens the whole the whole club, not just yeah. one team. And obviously, another player for us who's had a good impact is Dell. He's pretty yeah. much played every game for us. He's just a, he's a good box to box midfielder. Yeah, he gets stuck in with crunching tackles. He can pass the ball with his left and right. He can sometimes hit a ball on target. <laughs> and and one of his best attributes is heading. He's such a small bloke, but yeah, he managed to win most headers in the air. Yeah, he, he he wins yeah. he wins headers that he should never be even in contention to win, don't he? And I think we have a good understanding. Of, with me and Del, we play a lot of games together, and not necessarily to say I never say like we. It's been me and Del, and then someone else in the midfield with us. Yeah, different every yeah. week. Um, but we have a good understanding. He likes that. He likes it when I'm playing because I sit and he gets a bit more freedom. Yeah. yeah, he's made a real good impact. 
I'm trying to think. We've only, yeah, it's only sort of five regulars, really, isn't it? It's, it's yourself, Steph and Cal at the back, Dell and Mikey have been pretty much the only ever present or, or near it. Yeah, but even even as that's the core of the team, I, I don't think you can really tell that much every week with the, with each different game. If we have different players playing, there's the spirit still there in the team. Yeah, I know we've had a couple of bad results, but overall we've had a good season so far. Yeah, yeah, and you're yeah you're right. I think Alex, Alex, and Dell have. I've been standout performers, I think, in, in, in the games they've played. Um, I, I, I think, I know, I know it's, it's about the captain's views, but I, I think uh, Big Steph and Calney deserve a big shout out. They're, they're sort of the yeah. rock at the back, it's, it's built on, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely, I agree. And Mikey, again, like, what a nice bloke. I, I don't think I've ever met a nicer bloke than Mikey. Yeah. Yeah. Even I've I've been blessed to play with him a couple of times, and I just love his attitude on and off the pitch. And like, he's just you do you know what I mean? Like, as a captain, sometimes he he he's got this like habit of taking the pressure off you a little bit as well. And he's got a habit to just remind you, you know what? No matter what the result, no matter how bad the game is, we'll we'll still keep going and still a fighting chance. And it's it's such a breath of fresh air to have that from you know. Uh, uh, another player, so yeah, definitely. Mike, Mikey's a big shout for me as well. And also yeah. a quick, quick shout out for a, a Colts player. I think Kadima centre back's been outstanding for the Colts. <laughs> big man, Cads. Big K. <laughs> no, I know, he, I know he's going to love this shout out. So I thought, it's, I'd, yeah, yeah especially for best centre back going. I can't believe he's not going to call up to the first team at centre back yet. Yeah, I know. I'm gutted as well, but soon come. It's coming, lads. <laughs> I'll put your name down already. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, Luke, tell me, going back to the first team, um, any particular high points or, or low points from this season? Um, high points, I've got to say that first game of the season um, against Telephones, obviously a bit of a rivalry going on there. And that yeah. was probably the best performance we've had in a long time the way we started the game and was I think last couple of seasons we've the problem we've had the games we have lost um, it's been slow starts it's been even if we've been there prepared in time we've generally kind of not started as well as we should do and uh, and then we've been chasing and fighting a losing battle from, from early on whereas that telephones game first game of the season from minute one we just we had all of the ball. We were winning every tackle, first ball, second balls, and they just couldn't touch us really. And um, the scoreline it was obviously six one. I think it finished at the end, but it could have been fourteen, fifteen one. Um, the amount of chances we had, um, and obviously to do that in a in a kind of bit of a derby game is a always going to be a high point. Yeah. Uh, low low points. Um, There's probably probably two that stand out. As I said, the, the Mangos game was. A low point just because the performance, I think everyone kind of, um, everyone left that game knowing that that was a team we we should be beating. We, we had the quality on the pitch to beat them. Um, we had enough chances, we had enough of the ball, but we just, uh, yeah, we just, it was just one of them games. So that felt low, but um, but I'd say the, probably the lowest point was the Almondsbury, the second one where we were four, three one up, I think, and 70 minutes in, three one up again. 
had all the balls. We, we obviously um, game management was going well at seventy minutes. We were holding the ball well. We were sitting a bit deeper, but they weren't causing us any problems. And then to come away losing that game, I think, was definitely a kick in the teeth. And we knew again it was all our own fault. Really, it was it was us losing it rather than them winning it, which is always frustrating. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what about you, Lou? Any any Heiser highs or lows in the reserves? Um, yeah, well, yesterday's think, got to be up there. Right overall, there. What's that? Yesterday's got to be up there. Yeah, I think overall the season's been good. I think, what was it, nine games played and seven wins with two losses? I yeah. mean, you compare that You compare that to last season before the lockdown and it was ten games played and ten points. Yeah. So it's a massive improvement. And I think and I think another high really is that some of the games we've not been playing our best, but we've still been coming away with results of winning four two or five two or three one. And I think it just shows the quality you have when you can pull off them results without playing great. Whereas last yeah. season it was kind of the opposite. We were playing some good football but just weren't getting the results. I mean I know for me the biggest low for me at the moment this season was last week the three 0 loss. Yeah, for me that it was we we deserved it. We deserved the loss, but I just don't think anyone really showed up. There was no fight in the team. It didn't help that we had to change the keepers three times within the game. Yeah, and there was two early goals. Two there was an early goal in the first half after three or four minutes, and then straight away in the second half they scored again early. It just killed the game off. And we just couldn't match up to their formation. It's a game that we should have won. Like looking at the table, we should be beating them teams. If we want to go and win the league, we can't be losing 3 0 against a mid table team. But they deserved it. Yeah. And everyone's attitude wasn't right that game. People turned up late. And yeah, it just, if we want to be winning the title, we've got to take every game seriously. We can't just underestimate any, any team. Yeah. It highlights the importance of preparation, doesn't it? And obviously, a never low as well was Rock Lee's. 2-0 up at half-time. We were cruising at 2-0, played really well. Then 3-1 up and then ended up losing 4-3. And obviously, Rock Lee's won every game before playing that game. Mm. So it was, a, it was a massive game already in the league. So that was a never low. But again, we played well in the first half. They played better than us in the second half. Yeah. I think, I think the loss last week hurt me more than the Rock Lee's loss. Yeah. It was our own doing last week, wasn't it? Yeah. And obviously, as you touched on, the never high is, um, was the 14-1 victory yesterday. Yeah. I mean, we've been saying, haven't we, in team talks and half times, if we're winning 2-0, we need to keep going for it. We need to get as many goals as we can for goal difference. Our goal difference wasn't the best in the league. And it showed yesterday at halftime, I didn't know what the score was. Is it five, four or five nil? Five nil at halftime yesterday, yeah. Yeah, so to go and score never nine goals in the second half. That is ruthless to be fair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's... It just shows that everyone was up for it for the 90 minutes and how important it was to get them goals for the reses. Yeah. And it's I saw that up. score coming in. Yeah. Yeah, everyone thought everyone thought I was joking when I was putting in the yeah. WhatsApp group score. <laughs> I was. Uh, I, mean, I didn't see me many called up to it too. And then next thing you know, it's like, oh, we won 14-1. I was like, 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious, I, had, I, I, I had to read it twice. Honestly, I thought, nah, Lewis can do he, he, He's not going to mess around like that on the chat. And I thought, nah, this bloke's actually deadly serious. They actually won 40. <laughs> <laughs> For a fresh shout. Get in there, boys. Yeah. What about any highs or lows from you in the Colts, Sean? Yeah, well, there's been a uh, a few lows. Um, the the one of my strong, well, one of my um strongest memories, shall we say, of the lows is when we played um Supreme Sports. Like the first time we lost, I think that was the first game I was captain, if I'm not mistaken. And I think it's a bit like uh same thing with Lewis, um, where I think the from the start we just didn't start right you know the warm-up the attitude and it just I felt like we didn't turn up and they scored super early the first goal we only lost 2-0 um but you know second half was completely a different game and we almost had them and then when we played them the second time they completely changed the formation and because they knew we got the capability of beating them they know that uh, you know uh hands down we'll, we will beat them but it's just that factor of was, uh, we were still learning each other, especially in the first game. And then the second game, you know, similar thing happened again. You know, they scored early. I think within like uh, they they had kickoff and there was something stupid like the ball went over the top and we're all half asleep. And yeah, that it's was like one of my lows. Seconds, it? Yeah, <laughs> it was terrible. But like even what what annoys me the most, you could tell the way the formation was set up. They were they were literally going out for a draw. They didn't come to, they didn't think they would win at all because they knew what they did the first time. Me personally, they got away with murder uh, because it's like one of our first couple of games as a, you know, as a new team. So they know by the time we play them, you know, three or four weeks later, we should be able to beat them. And yeah, we just, it's just, you know, bad day at the office, really. Uh, definitely one of the lowest points. And then uh, one of the highest points is probably when we, uh, you know, when we, uh, in the cup game the other week with uh, Cosmos reserves uh, with a 7-1, I believe, win. That, that was good. You know, um, the, the, what I liked about that the, uh, mostly as a captain was even though we're winning, we're still focused. We just kept on going and we didn't like switch off. We just kept on going and going. And we stayed, uh, We you know, our structure was strong. Our, our flow, our game, everything was just going full on you know and I um yeah and it was just amazing to see 100 percent you had that big win in the cup as well didn't you yeah 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 I tell, I'll, I'll tell uh, you what. which 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 uh which helped because as you know yourself Trouch, with the you know the month with the years you've got under your belt is you know when you're having a um an up and down in the league, it's nice to have, uh, you know, a nice smooth uh, start to a, a cup run. But that, it just gives you that extra, you know, that extra juice to keep going, you know, and also makes you look forward to the league game. You know, if you've got a nice cup game and you, and you won really well, well, we won really strong against uh, against them, you know, and which gave us a great head start on the, on the league game. Yeah. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you a low point for me from the Colts' perspective. I, I was at that, well, I watched the first half and a little bit the second of the Porter-Bristol game, yeah. which um, where Nate Radford got sent off just before halftime, didn't he? Which, which yeah. it, it, you know, it, it was one of, it was the dark, the dark hearts of football won that, yeah. won them that game. I watched the first half and Wessex Colts were all over them. It could have, could have been about five or six and then up at halftime, all over them, yeah. but they... The referee sort of 
fell mm. for their their shenanigans, their trickery. They managed to yeah. provoke a sending off, and then yeah, it it, it was a. Yeah. It, I was looking at that game after 35, 40 minutes thinking this is going to be a big win today for the Colts. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, the, the positive thing, uh, if I'm not mistaken, we only lost by one. Uh, it was 1-0 in the end, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think, once again, it, it's mainly their, their experience against um, us was they had a lot more older uh, blokes. And so what, what I think what they realised, if they just jump on the on the ref's back and use experience and keep edging and nudging the, you know, the, the younger lot, shall we say, or the younger boys, AKA Nathan, they might get a reaction and obviously it worked. So yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah I, I do agree with you. That was one of the lowest points as well. The, in, the Your injury last week's got to be a, a low point for you as well, isn't it? Oh yeah, definitely. It's, uh, it's, it's depressing. Honestly, it's just, yeah, yeah, I, you know, we were winning as well and there's only about 10 minutes left until the final whistle and, uh, yeah, it happened. And it's just like, you know, there's nothing I can do. And I think the worst thing is is not knowing how long or when I'm going to be back. Yeah, well, everyone at the club's wishing you a speedy recovery, mate. Thank you. Um, so the, the next question is a bit of an awkward one because I'm, I'm on the call. It's about what you like about your particular managers and also the relationship you got with your managers. Um, let's start. I'm going to, I'm going to try and dodge Lewis Berry on this one. Uh, Luke, tell, tell us about Tom and Matt. How long have you worked with Tom and Matt for now? How long have you been at the club? It's been at the club uh, two and a half years, I think. Uh, and then, yeah, so started getting the captain's armband probably about a year or so ago. Um, so worked on over the last year. Um, I think it's just clear to everyone, really, what Matt and Tom are about. They clearly just love their football. Um, they love Wessex, um, which makes a help. And they're always there for a chat about football, about the game, how it went and stuff. So it's it's not a case of it's uh, 90 minutes and then done. I mean, they'll stay afterwards and have a chat with you, but um, yeah, about how it went. And that, that's always good to have in managers. Uh, and then from a personal level, um, I'm not sure if um, Tom's there, but before a game, after a game, if you ever dropped and stuff, I would always just... Uh, just drop a message to say oh, any reason why, anything you want to work on and stuff. And, and I will just be honest and, t- and tell you the reasons why, even if it's not a personal thing on you, it's a case of tactics and stuff. They'll just let you know. So I would definitely recommend to kind of any of the players out there, if um, you have a disappointing kind of drop out of a team or on a bench one week, just um, just chat to the managers. I'm sure you're the same touchy and you're happy to kind of uh, just tell them, uh, be honest with them really. And uh, kind of, let them know why that's the case. And uh, I think that's definitely good to have in a manager because it saves you kind of thinking about it and then trying to change stuff, which you shouldn't be if it's a tactical decision and things like that. So, um, yeah, that's definitely a, a strong point. So what, as, as a captain, what's, what's your relationship with Tom and Matt? Like, are you, like, how do you, do you speak during the week or is it, are you just the, the captain on the day? How, how does it work? Uh, depends really. Um, Bit of, bit of both. So we've got a WhatsApp group, um, just three of us and stuff. So in case we have to ask any questions or, or whatnot, but generally it's on the day and stuff. And uh, yeah, just obviously I'm trying to take off. It's, 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 a, it's a strange one with obviously Tom and Matt playing in the team as well. Um, I know it's yeah. good to have them in the team as, as players because they're great. But um, when you're uh, when you're the captain, but your manager's on the team, there's a couple of times where um, obviously um, the other team sometimes, especially Tom when he's doing his um, 
going on one of his wind-ups with one of the opposition teams and they're saying, oh, get, um, get this guy in line, do Pull, pull this guy in yeah. and you're like I can't release my manager so I don't mind I don't mind saying it Tom Tom does need reining in and, and cooling down sometimes and I think yeah. you're you know, you're a good um, you're a good role model on the pitch um, and you've got that you know that you've got that calm calming presence I think yeah I, I don't I don't think I think certainly Matt would Thank you at times for when when Tom's up to his uh, his old tricks. <laughs> I think yeah, Matt was supposed to be Yeah, if you were to pull him away and have, have a little quiet chat. Yeah, exactly. But, so, um, but yeah, so it's, that's, it's on the on the day. Yes, yeah, so obviously that relationship's good. So having um, all three on the pitch, you obviously got two managers, captain, and, and we've got a few voices as well, and, and and big characters in the team as well, which helps. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think you can have too many leaders in a team, can you? No, absolutely not. Is needed. What about you, Sibs? What What do you particularly like about working under Hooper? Oh, I don't know where to start. To be honest, um, I'm not, and I'm not even just saying that. Uh, like I said, <laughs> it comes the truth. <laughs> Watch me be dropped for the next two seasons. Now, um, <laughs> no, to be honest, with uh, like I said, it, it's still it's overwhelming half of the time to see uh, you know when Hoops still picks me consistently as a captain. Um, like I said, it's it, I don't even know where to start. Um, he's just uh, in off the pitch, on the pitch, just a genuine bloke. Uh, he's very approachable, and he's very understanding. And the main thing is with hoops, like he's got a really hard job because, like, obviously we're still a new team, so he's still got that trying to trust, you know, trying to trust you as a player on the pitch, and also trying to build with the players he's got and the foundation he has got and trying to stay with that and trying to keep that foundation consistent. But, you know, when a player starts to shine and come out the shell and they should progress, obviously they'll go to reserves and, you know, and then they get called up to the first. So there's always that in the back of his mind and, you know, which I can only imagine is quite stressful, you know, it'll be very stressful, but he doesn't seem to reflect that at all. And like I said, he's just, just amazing bloke and a great coach really and a great uh, gaffer. You know, yeah. he's um one of my one of my greatest memories with hoops is when um is one of the first few games, and uh, Liam, our keeper, was obviously he was in between the post, and um, he made him. That's, uh, that's where he was the keeper. Yeah, apparently so. He he, <laughs> he he made a mistake, and um, you know, he dropped his head straight down, and uh, it was one of. I, I think it might have been the Supreme Sports where we lost 2 0. Like I said, I think the first goal was just we're half asleep. And I think the second goal was like a free kick. And, you know, back then, he, Liam, well, now he definitely would have stopped it. But then I think, obviously, being new, uh, nerves got the best of him. And um, I think, you know, he made a, a, a terrible mistake. And, you know, everyone's head went down. I was trying to shout, come on, boys, you know, let's keep going, heads up, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I look over my shoulder and, you know, and Hoops was just like looking at Liam and telling him to lift his head up and keep going. And he, for me, it's, it sounds so, it's the most simplest thing. But for me, it was just like, you know, I thought if I look over my shoulder, I thought Hoops would be looking down or kicking off or even having under fags or anything like that. But no, he was just there like, you know what? It's happening, lift your head up and just kept on going and just stay positive. And I think because of that mentality he has, it makes a hell of a difference having someone like him on the sidelines. And I think he's, he, apart from the players, individual and as a team um, uh, skills or uh, team 
power, sorry, not, not skills. Um, the Colts' success at the moment is, you know, a lot of it is hoops, definitely. I don't think, uh, I think if it, if it was a different manager, it might have been slightly different. But where we are and the results we've been getting, yes, c- c- certain results haven't gone our way. But where we are now, uh, you know, all shots to the gaffer, 100%. I like it. Um, yeah, so how is your relationship? with? Do, do you talk much during the week? Have you got that that kind of, or is yeah, it you I mean, game day? No, we do try, uh, you know, uh, try and communicate. Um, if you can try and have a little mini plan and a little um, mini strategy, you know, strategy and tactics uh, for the actual day. And, you know, when the team selection gets made, you know, we have a little conversation and he tells me what he's roughly thinking and stuff. And then when I turn up on a Saturday, he normally pulls me to the side and me and him just have a little, uh, you know, one, two words. And he just tells me what he wants and what he, when, what he expects from me. And then I just, you know, try my level best to deliver what, what his, uh, his instructions are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this, this is the bit I've been dreading. Lewis Berry. What, <laughs> what, do you, what, what do you particularly like about your manager? Me. Oh, right. I better go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I think you're, um, I think you're up front and honest, whether that's, <clears throat> whether someone's having a good, good game or a bad game. I mean, you wouldn't turn around and say someone's playing terrible, but you can man manage people well. You can encourage quite well. <clears throat> You've been known for, um, some quite legendary team talks as well. I've not been part of any yet, but uh, I'm waiting. What do you mean you're waiting? I'm um, motivated, Jim. Can you not remember when you had that legendary team talk and I, I went off to go to the toilet and came back and the team talk was done? That was for the lockdown. Oh, yeah. yeah. The final <laughs> game of the lockdown league. Yeah. Went to the work the next day and you was like, oh, Lou, what do you think of that team talk then? I was like, Nick, I want there, mate. <laughs> But um, no, like you are, you are a good gaffer. And to be honest with you, I've been captains before in different teams, and this is completely different the way I am at Wessex to any other team that I've been captain for. Like you do value my opinion a lot, and we have a lot of conversations between us about the team and what we feel is best. And like I said, you do take my opinion on board. I've been captains for other teams before where like, it's, there's no communication with me and a manager. I just turn up on a Saturday and I just try and help lead the team on the day. But, mm. you know, as well as me, we have conversations on a daily basis. I yeah. mean, I, I see you more than I see my kids. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's, that's where it's like well for our, our family. Uh... Or I know, I know. <laughs> but all joking aside, I mean, we work together, don't we? So Monday to Friday, we see we see each other every day. Yeah, I've actually been turning up to training the last four weeks in a row, so I've been seeing you at training as well. Yeah, um, obviously on a Saturday as well. So yeah, we we see a lot of each other, and the conversations never get boring about football. It's always about football, more or less. Yeah. But yeah. we're always talking and thinking, always trying to re- always trying to recruit for the whole club, not just our team, but for the whole club. 
Yeah. And obviously, when we do lose, we both have a really bad week at work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we. we yeah. Probably, it's probably better we avoid each other at work when we lose. I do. I yeah. I do like it that you. It means as much to you as it does me. Um. <clears throat> And you remember when I when I first gave you the captaincy, I I gave you clear sort of instructions on how I want you to be a captain. When it it's not just stick the armband on and shout at people. Yeah, and I think that's what I've I've done as much as I can. I'm not I'm not negative towards any of our players on the pitch, yeah. even if someone makes an individual error. I've I've played with a lot of players that get straight onto that player for making a mistake, and it just makes makes them worse. It makes just shatters their confidence. So I just think you you've got to try and be as positive as you possibly can, and try and pick everyone up. And it definitely yeah. helps the morale of the team. Yeah, and like you say, we we talked. I've done it with previous captains when when Webbo was my captains when I run the reserves a few years back. We we, we spoke a couple of times a week. Better team, and I like to. I do like other opinions and suggestions. Sometimes I'll go with it, sometimes I won't. But it is nice to get. As as a manager, you see things. You see things from the sideline, but as a captain in the game, involved in the, in the middle of the park, you you feel things in the game. If that makes sense. I think I said to you against Redbridge. I don't know, Ron was there, wasn't I? So I don't know if it was to you or Ron. I said they were overrunning us in the game. We were they were playing three five two, and they were playing it well. Like Stefan Cow had two to mark us three in the midfield had three to mark, so we were man to man every time. But we just didn't have the players on that day to then match up for the three five two. No, we having that communication. So if I feel something's happening or they're playing a certain way, you might not be able to see that on the side, but I can see it playing and the opposite way around as well you can see things that I can't see yeah yeah so um Luke what, what does it mean to you to be a current first team captain then um well it, it means everything it's, it's just obviously an honour it, as um to be captain of any team but particularly one which has got a lot of strength kind of all through three squads a lot of characters you said it's a I mean, I do believe that, like, everyone, like even if you're a captain, everyone should be talking, everyone should be loud and stuff. And it is something we do have an abundance of in terms of personalities and across the teams and stuff. So the fact that obviously I've, I've been chosen to do it does mean a lot. Um, and obviously, hopefully, can repay that faith in the managers putting you really. So, yeah, well, I, I, you first shone out to me as as a leader when I first came to the club, and it was. It was a friendly, I think it was Mangotsfield. Oh, it, it was when Jordan had his episode at halftime. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it was a bit of a bit of a shambles in the first half. And when the goals were flying in, were you 4-0 down at halftime? Oh, yeah, I think something like that, yeah. But um, you, you weren't the captain on the day. But every, every time a goal went in, you were the, you were the first person to encourage not going around and dissecting what went wrong or just shouting and screaming. You were just picking people's heads up. And I thought, yeah, I like, I like that. And Luke, he's, yeah. he's a leader. As Lewis just said, it, it, that, that's one of the most important bits, really, is trying to get them them heads up when when you can see the goal, especially if it's something which you know is a mistake. And 
um, or something as long as someone's done something wrong. And uh, but people react differently to it. I think some people need that picking up. Some people need kind of do need a, um, a quiet word in the year to knock, knock the confidence. Some people need a bit of a yell in that sometimes. So I think it's um, part of kind of understanding the your teammates and what kind of makes them tick, I suppose. Um, like yeah. you said, some people some people will easily kind of um, drop their heads if you start having a go at them. Some people just need a bit of encouragement and stuff. So tend to tend to go with the encouragement more than anything yeah. else. But uh, You find with the younger players as well, they're, they're more confidence-based, aren't they? They need a little arm around their shoulder at times. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah, it probably does come does come with age. I think. Um, I think as you get older, you make a mistake. You know, you've made a mistake. You know, um, how to kind of put it right. You, you just kind of need to get on with it, kind of thing. But um, I think sometimes you know the younger players, you do need a bit of a, oh, a arm on the shoulder just to say, obviously, come on, pick it up, or you, you'll get it right next time, or something along those lines. And uh, yeah, hopefully it'll work. Yeah, I mean, you should you should feel proud. It's it's, it's a it's a big honour, captain in Wessex first team. Yeah, yeah, that's big, I am. Big names up there. <laughs> we should, because um, a lot of the rugby clubs, if you go to a rugby club, it says, you know, like the, the 68, 69 season, it'll say the chairman and the captain's name, wouldn't it? Or the manager and the captain's name. Captains don't really sort of get documented in the history books in football like you do rugby, I find. Start it. Get a, get a plaque up at Lockleys. I'll be the first name on it. Yeah. No. no <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. We'll mention that. Um, what about what about you, Lou? What does it mean to you to be captain of the reserves? Um. Yeah, it means a lot. I obviously, take you know, I take the role uh, very seriously, and um. Yeah, I'm just proud. I'm proud to be part of this club, let alone being captain of the Reses, to be honest. Well, Slia, slow down there because you might ruin my final question. <laughs> but um, yeah, so you're you're the same, just just pride to wear the armband, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know it. I know um, how much everyone wants to win, and like you said, I'm I'm a I'm a born winner in it. I, I, I want to win. That's that's what I go out. I go out to try and enjoy myself. But if I'm honest, I'm not enjoying it if I'm not winning. Yeah. Like I'm I'm out there to win, and it's that mentality that I have. So I hope I kind of can give that vibe off to everyone else who plays in the same team as me. Yeah. What about you, Sean? I know we've we've had third teams, A teams in the past, but to be the first captain of the Wessex Colts team. How does that make you feel? Uh, overwhelming, to be honest. Like I said, every time, you know, the team selection happens and Hoop says, you know, you're captain again or I'm his captain. It's just, you know, I'm like a little kid. I just start buzzing, start jumping around. It's, it's, you know, it's a bit, it, like Lewis said and uh, what Luke said, it's, it's very, very, like, super proud. You know, to be a part of this uh, team and to have the armband around your arm, to be honest. And it's like, um, you just, yeah, there's no words that you can describe. And like you said, being the, you know, the captain on the uh, for the Colts is it's just amazing. The fact of we've made a, a Colts team and the fact of the managers chose me as a captain is just, yeah, it's just amazing. It's a lot of responsibility, but it's worth it. Yeah. I'll, stay, I'll start 
I'll stay with you, Sean, starting off with the, the, the last question I've got down. What's, what's your favourite thing about Wessex? Wow. Um, what's my favourite thing? Um, for me, it's, 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 I think it's the fact of it's quite a, a, a you know, a family, you know, a family friendly environment to be as much, you know, as it's, it's, Difficult for me to describe what I mean by that, but like, you know, everyone. It, be, it basically cold. means bring Sasha every game, doesn't it? Yeah, just for you, Trash. But yeah, it is that it is, and especially when you see like Lynn, you know, someone like Lynn waiting, and you know, her supporting, and like I said, even sometimes when certain players haven't been picked and they still come down and support, and I'm the same as Lewis. You know, I've played for many different teams, and you know, I've never had that kind of reception at all. And it's it's just so welcoming, and it just wants you to, you know, you just want to be a part of it. Yeah, I remember it was me that signed you all those years ago, wasn't it? I remember Alex Benham saying, yeah. "Oh, I got a mate, Pacey Winger." I said, "Yeah, yeah, bring him yeah, along." A very long time ago now, isn't it? <laughs> you, you came along. You, you, I remember you did all right in your first game, and then didn't see you for another three weeks. Then you came along again, and then it was about another five weeks till I seen you. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've got a bit of history, haven't we, Trudge? But yeah, yeah. no, definitely. You know, like you, even when you compare it to you know in those days, it's completely a different thing. You know, it's 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 just like I said, it's just amazing. It's something that I wish everyone can be a part of. Definitely. Yeah. It's like it's it's nice for me. I, I'm sure at the time when you first joined Wessex, when you started coming along with Al a little bit, I, I don't think you would have seen yourself as captain in. One of the yeah. teams. I, 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 I don't mind saying I, I. No way would I would have thought you would have gone on to captain a team. You were just this quiet, unassuming lad who just sort of <laughs> like like kicking a ball about. But yeah. you've definitely turned into a like a massive part of the club. Yeah, I mean, definitely. You when you say it like that, yeah. When I look back, when I first uh, turned up to Wessex to you know where the club is at now. And where I am as a player, um, yeah, like I said, I'm to be chosen or to even being considered as a as, as a mate, and to actually have the arm the armband consistently is is it's just a great feeling. Yeah. What about you, Lou? What's uh, what's your favourite thing about West? You've you've played for Sean said he's played for lots of clubs. You've played for probably even more, haven't you? What what where where does Wessex shine out? you i think I've, I've probably touched on it before in a different podcast but a lot of times when i talk about wessex i'm talking about the club rather than a team so i'm not just talking about the reses like i speak of wessex as a complete club as as one rather than three separate teams and i think that's that's one thing that's quite rare in different football clubs uh, especially in grassroots there's always a divide and and people are separate and people think they're better than other people and they won't support the reses, won't support a third team or a Colts. Whereas with Wessex, you'll get first team reses going to support Colts. You'll get Colts come and support reses. you get reses and Colts going to support first team. We all support each other and we all play for each other. And I think that's, I think people yeah. underestimate how rare that is and how good that is to have that at a club. And another yeah. thing as well is is the way everyone in the club welcomes new signings. I mean, 
this is only my second season. And I feel like I've been there, been here a lot longer than two seasons. But that's the way everyone's welcomed me into the club. And I think Sean underestimates what a big character he is. He's a massive character for Wessex. And he's so friendly to everyone that comes to the club. And that makes a massive difference for new people coming in. And Steph has said it, obviously the centre-back for the Reses. I brought him in this season from Mangoes. And, um, yeah, like he said, like he's never been welcomed so much in any football club that he's been at. And yeah. I think everyone, everyone at Wessex has to take credit for that. I've, <clears throat> I think in a lot of teams I've played in, there's, there's, there's even been cliques within, within teams you know, like certain yeah, players always always sit next to someone in the dressing room, or and it, it's always a bit, little bit divided. But the fact that we've got three teams in the club and there's not any clicks throughout the whole club, it's it, like you, you turn up to training on a Tuesday and everyone's talking to everyone, and then the following no, week everyone's that's talking exactly to someone different. You yeah, if I, someone if someone turned up to training and watched it, they wouldn't be able to tell about what who's in what team or. Um, if there's any clicks, because there isn't any clicks. And I think another example is obviously when I played for the first a few weeks ago against Ball Plain, me and Luke in the centre midfield together. I mean, I'm sure if at any any club I've played at in the past, if you had two captains playing the same team, they can clash quite a lot sometimes. And it has happened in teams I've played for, whereas there was none of that with me and Luke. There's no alter ego, nothing. We... We had a really good game together in midfield, just talking to each other. No one think, oh, I'm captain of the Reses, I'm captain of the first team. We're just one team playing together and wanting to win for Wessex. Yeah. And I think that, that showed the most of, of was it three three weeks ago when all three teams won and the and the buzz on the like the WhatsApp chats oh. and in like it Sean, when I in the Colts because I came to watch a Colts game after my game. And uh, just as I was shooting, I've gone into the, the Colts change room and I said, just the, the first team have just won. And the Sean, you'll verify this, the, the Colts change room just erupted, didn't it? Yeah, definitely. Uh, the same thing like Lewis said, we're, we're, you know, we're always a club, you know, we all want to support each other regardless what, you know, whichever team you're, you're, you're regular at. At the end of the day, we're just one big club and it's all love, you know, all love and passion. So, you know, it's great. You know, my, like I said, no matter if you, whatever club you are and you hear your fellow clubs uh, have won, it's, it's a great feeling. Yeah. Definitely. I don't think I've ever played for a club and then played a game and then gone to watch another team play and support them. I've never done that at any other team, but I'm happy to do it at Wessex. I want to support everyone at Wessex. And obviously yeah. I came and watched you guys in the Colts winning that cup when you smashed it. And it was nice yeah. to watch you guys play. It's enjoyable. Yeah. So on, on to the club captain, Luke Crummins. What what's your favourite thing about Wessex? Is not much else I can say on top of that. To be honest, this is exactly my thoughts. Um, as I've only yeah. been here two and a half years, and the welcome was unreal. Really, as in, um, I was new to Bristol, obviously looking to play football and stuff, and. Uh, from the first moment of, I think I played a friendly against the police without actually knowing anyone, um, a midweek friendly on a cold winter's night and uh, straight in the changing rooms and you can just tell everyone's come around saying hello and welcoming me to the club and uh, 
hopefully it's been like that ever since really and you can see any new players who come in they, like I think everyone goes out the way to make it comfortable for them no one that lets them just stand alone and stuff everyone just gets them involved with the chats and stuff and and uh, I think that point that uh, Lewis made about when you turn up to training you wouldn't tell there's three different squads um, because you couldn't I mean everyone's just warming up together before the um, training and yeah you, you, would, you wouldn't know it's three different squads and it, it's, it's definitely good um, good vibes so it's it's one of my favourite bits of the week when when everyone arrives at training on Tuesday. Yeah. Just just seeing all the literally everyone hugs everyone. It, yes, yeah. it's three big squads to go around shaking hands as well. You can see, but you yeah. see people do it like then everyone go around fist bumping stuff like for fifty odd people sometimes if it's really busy week and yeah, it's it's just great to see. And uh, I know I I know I appreciated it when I joined the club, and hopefully it yeah. continues um, with new players coming in and they felt the same because it's. It's definitely a positive aspect. Also, got a big should big shout out to Lynn as well. I think having her, someone like her at the club, who's obviously just infectious with how happy she is and how much she loves Wessex, is just a, it's just a great thing to have as part of a club. Um, yeah, that's it. I, like I, I've always said that there's clubs have always got managers and captains and you know people that run the finances, but no, no other club on the planet has a Lynn. No, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, just just going back slightly, Luke. You say about when you when you first joined, you played the the friendly for the police. How, how did you come to join Wessex? Were you uh, <laughs> or? So, yeah, so it's strange actually. So I moved to Bristol and I was playing for uh, my my brother's team on the Downs League, and uh, I just wasn't really enjoying the football. Obviously, you know what it's like up there on the <laughs> them kind of pitches yeah. and stuff. So I thought, right, I'll, I know even though I knew a lot of people there and I had mates there, I thought I'd rather like kind of go to a different clubs. So. Um, Found uh, found it on I think a website called Player Wanted, but I think it was years out of date. I don't even know who my uh, text message went to, to be honest. But um, it went to someone who used to play for the club, I think, and they said, "Oh, I'm not longer there, no longer there, but I know the manager." So and then I think he sent it to Tom, and within a few days, he uh, said, "Without even actually seeing me play, can you play a friendly against the police uh, uh, on a Tuesday night?" So, so I thought I'll give it a go, and then and then yeah, ever since then, really hooked. Yeah. I mean, full credit to you, you know, to, to join a club, what did you say, two and a half years ago? Yeah, two and a half years ago. Uh, joined halfway through um, halfway through the season. I can remember our first game against Kingcham uh, at Kingcham's ground uh, away. And I turned up and it was, I think, six o'clock on a Saturday evening and under the floodlights and there's a little stand and stuff. That I thought, oh, I can get used to this. Like, <laughs> yeah. And that, that season didn't even finish, did it? That was the season that got cut short. Am I right? I can't remember. I'm not sure, actually. I, I remember we went on a really long and beaten run. Yeah, but I don't think it did actually come to um, come to the yeah. end. So, you know, for, like full credit to you, you know, you've been at the club two and a half years, but you've probably only, you've probably done less than two years worth of football season, haven't you, really? So to, you know, to establish yourself as first team captain in that time, fair play. Big honour. Um. Yeah, before we wrap up, I, I, I'll just, on behalf of me, Tom, Matt and Hooper, I, I'd like to just thank you boys for for being our leaders on the pitch and for everything you everything you do for the teams and the club off the pitch. So, yeah, can't, can't thank you enough for that, boys. Thank you. Um, yeah, so that wraps up this week's podcast. Um, another big shout out to our, our sponsors, Bristol Tap and Continuum who, uh, of, of course, none of this is possible without. So thanks for that. And yeah, listeners, stay tuned. Keep subscribing, spread the word. We want a few more subscribers. 
And yeah, see you on the next podcast. Take care.